Welcome to Encountering Jesus with the Church Fathers, a podcast pondering patristic commentary and insight on the sacred scriptures, the sacred liturgy, and living as a disciple of Jesus Christ. I am your host, Father Mark, and I welcome you to this podcast that reflects on today's solemnity, Pentecost Sunday. As prayed in the preface of today's Eucharistic prayer, Pentecost brings the Paschal mystery to completion by uniting all God the Father's children to his Son, Jesus. To accomplish this union, the Holy Spirit teaches and reminds us of all that Jesus said and did in his public ministry so that each of us can become a tabernacle or a dwelling place for Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, and in so doing, be concretely a vessel of divine life and love in a currently very broken world. Today we turn to St. Irenaeus, to glean deeper insights into this solemnity, as well as to the call that is sounded to each of us who has been baptized into the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Irenaeus, whose very name comes from the Greek word Irene, which is translated into English as peace, was born in the mid-2nd century in Smyrna, present-day Izmir, Turkey. In the biblical and post-apostolic eras of the Church, Smyrna was an important Christian community, visited by St. Paul, one of the churches mentioned in the Book of Revelation, and later home to the beloved Saint Polycarp. Irenaeus tells us in his writings and sermons that in his youth he knew St. Polycarp and would also listen to him recount the lessons of his mentor, St. John the Evangelist, and St. John's recollections of time spent with Jesus. For reasons that escaped the records of history, Irenaeus became a priest in Lugdunum, the modern-day Lyon, France, quite a distance from Smyrna. We do know that in the late 170s, the community there sent Irenaeus to Rome to deliver a letter to the Bishop of Rome. Scholars debate the content of the letter, but its delivery put Irenaeus in Rome, where he reportedly assisted in addressing concerns of Montanism, a movement which, among many points, concerned itself with the end of the world, as well as advancing the teachings of their founder, Montanus, who claimed to be the incarnation of the Holy Spirit. When his work in Rome was complete, 
He returned to Lyon, which had suffered devastating persecutions under Marcus Aurelius. A number of the faithful died a martyr's death, including the bishop. Irenaeus was elected his successor and became the Bishop of Lyon. Among the many activities that characterized his Episcopal ministry, Irenaeus devoted significant energy to the catechetical and apologetic ministries of the church. One of his works, The Demonstration of the Apostolic Teaching, was essentially the church's first catechism. And because of its content and structure, in time, Irenaeus became known as the father of systematic theology. His other written work, perhaps the more famous of the two, is the detection and overthrow of false gnosis, commonly known by its Latin title, Adversus Heresus. In this large work, he not only refuted the errors of Gnosticism, a subject of another podcast in the future, but also presented a rationale for Christian belief. This Sunday, we will listen to an excerpt from Book 3 of Adversus Heresus, which complements well today's solemnity of Pentecost. St. Irenaeus writes, When the Lord told his disciples to go and teach all nations and baptize them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, he conferred on them the power of giving men new life in God. He had promised through the prophets that in these last days he would pour out his Spirit on his servants and handmaids, and that they would prophesy. So when the Son of God became the Son of Man, the Spirit also descended upon him, becoming accustomed in this way to dwelling with the human race, to living in men, and to inhabiting God's creation. The Spirit accomplished the Father's will in men who had grown old in sin and gave them new life in Christ. St. Luke says that the Spirit came down on the disciples at Pentecost after the Lord's ascension with power to open the gates of life to all nations and make known to them the new covenant. So it was that men of every language joined in singing one song of praise to God, and scattered tribes, restored to unity by the Spirit, were offered the Father, were offered to the Father as the first fruits of all the nations. This is why the Lord had promised to send the Advocate, 
He was to prepare us as an offering to God. Like dry flour, which cannot become one lump of dough, one loaf of bread without moisture, we who are many could not become one in Christ Jesus without the water that comes down from heaven. And like parched ground, which yields no harvest unless it receives moisture, we who were once like a waterless tree could never have lived and borne fruit without this abundant rainfall from above. Through the baptism that liberates us from change and de decay, we have become one in body. Through the Spirit, we have become one in soul. The Spirit of wisdom and understanding, the Spirit of counsel and strength, the Spirit of knowledge and the fear of God, came down upon the Lord, and the Lord in turn gave this Spirit to his church, sending the Advocate from heaven into all the world, into which, according to his own words, the devil too had been cast down like lightning. If we are not to be scorched and made unfruitful, we need the dew of God. Since we have our accuser, we need an advocate as well. And so the Lord, in his pity for man, who had fallen into the hands of brigands, having himself bound up his wounds and left for his care two coins bearing the royal image, entrusted him to the Holy Spirit. Now, through the Spirit, the image and the inscription of the Father and the Son have been given to us, and it is our duty to use the coin committed to our charge and make it yield a rich profit for the Lord. St. Irenaeus of Lyon, pray for us. Let us pray. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth and with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed fill now once more the hearts of believers through our Lord Jesus Christ your son who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit God forever and ever. Amen. Let us go in peace. Alleluia. Alleluia.